Good morning and welcome to the new episode of Dr. Lamba Enable You to Better Thyself. It's very important for human beings to be clear about what they want to be. Mere eating, drinking, sleeping, working is not life, it's existence. You have got to live. And if you want to live really as a real homo sapien, as an outstanding example of a man whom nature can dare rival, then you have got to dare do mighty things. It's far better to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even though they might be checkered by failure, than to take ranks with those poor spirits who neither enjoy much nor suffer much. The so-called routine life, eat, drink, marry, for tomorrow we die, is as a matter of fact a life of the animals. And I call those people very poor spirits because they neither enjoy life nor they suffer life. And there is a certain beauty even in suffering. Those people practically live in great twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. And it's not defeat as much as important or victory that much important as the effort in doing mighty things. I remember Theodore Roosevelt's speech. I heard it. I had an audiograph of that. He delivered the speech way back, more than a hundred years back. And he said, dear mighty things. And that phrase has struck me as the most important phrase that can ennoble a human mind that can enable you better thyself. And the latest example of doing mighty things, or rather daring do mighty things, is the landing of the Perseverance rover on Mars and sending back images. And the moment I saw those images and I read about Perseverance, I had goosebumps. Imagine, man, this specimen of humanity landing on Mars is mind-blowing. But it happened because some people dared do mighty things. Years of dedicated research, copious amount of efforts took a machine the size of a sports utility vehicle and landed it on another planet. And the conditions were not easy. The 70.5 foot supersonic parachute had to survive inflating in winds with speed that could well be twice the speed of sound. And in that speed of gales, you are landing this sports utility vehicle with a parachute which is 70.5 
full diabetic. Naturally, took years of testing of high test fiber and other elements. And then this largest ever parachute was sent to Mars. The parachute was three times stronger than the one sent earlier and some of the material that went into making was a product of 15 years of research. And this was just one parachute. And look at the dream and the effort people had. And as if this was not enough, Alan Chen, the engineer who anchored the press conference, sent a very important message in his matter-of-fact monotone. If you listen to man, it was monotonous. But look at the message. And it was, sometimes we leave messages in our work for others to find for that purpose. So I invite you all to give it a shot and show your work. Meaning, dare mighty things. After the news conference, the internet got to the person. And in a matter of few hours, the puzzle was solved. And most of the people are not aware of that. And that is an outstanding example of daring to do mighty things. Here's a background on the story. And that will tell you why you have got to dare courage to do mighty things because that will make you a real man. There was an engineer, or is an engineer, Ein Clark. He is an engineer in the project and has the offensive puzzles. He solves the New York Times crossword every day. Not only he, so does his mother. And that fancy puzzle took flight and landed on the Mars. Clark and other engineers figured that there was merit in creating a pattern on the parachute. And it would help them figure out its orientation after it opens and points to the damages, if any, quite possible, where you are landing in that gale, which has the speed of double the sound. So that inside provided a window to tuck in a puzzle and send it to the Mars for earthlings back home to resolve. A father-son duo got the answer within six hours and put it on Twitter. And NASA acknowledged it. The motto of NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory again is Dare Mighty Things. And this was encoded on the parachute using a pattern representing letters at binary computer code. Dare Mighty Things. And that is perpetually etched this statement of Theodore Roosevelt is etched in the mind of all the achievers. To land a big self-driven SUV loaded with equipment that will benefit the humankind immensely in its achievement by itself and it's of a different world altogether. But then this comes with many nuances, is riddled with known and unknown constraints and backed by, as I said earlier, years of research. Just getting this done is a job to walk, talk on. For anyone who has given a few years of their life to this pursuit would consider it a life well lived. 
But going further, adding a puzzle to the parachute, pointing to an ignited spark in the folks at NASA, that is something real, real man-like when man achieves the status of a god. But what makes it intriguing, intriguing is the fact that when the parachutes unfurled, only six people at NASA knew that it contained a puzzle too. What might each one of us be accomplishing and be capable of accomplishment if we kept the spark in our lives alive? And was a spark of our life? It's much beyond our routines. It's much beyond getting up in the morning, having the daily ritual, going for a job or business, or doing whatever you are going to do. Come back, watch TV, go to sleep. But if you live up to dare mighty things, you've got to do it on a daily basis. Each minute of your life, each second of your life. And only then you'll be bettering yourself. Many of our sparks lie on dry wicks. But these wicks remain dry, they are not lit. You have got to lit the wick of the candle of, and that will give sparkle in your life. You are busy with empty lives and dry routines. You have to, got to come out of that. You have got to change your whole perspective. You have got to change your whole way of thinking. And then don't forget, when I say dear mighty things, it depends on your context. Suppose a person is bedridden, unable to move even, and he stands up and takes two steps, that is daring a mighty thing. Because he has done something which was not possible. A man who is crippled, standing up and walking even one step. Perhaps it's setting sights on what seems like an improbable target with health or wealth. What you cannot even think of achieving with the resources of your command and you achieve even 0.001% of that is an achievement. That is dare. You know, at least you are dare to do it. The mountaineers who go to the Mount Everest to win it may not win it, but if they reach the first camp and are going to the South Call, they have dared. They have dared challenge the Mount Everest. Those who went to the Arctic and the Antarctica for the first time, dare do it. People perish. People die. My own goddaughter, she had a dream of conquering Mount Everest. She went there. She conquered. And within half an hour of conquering, coming down, she died. So what? But she had dared do mighty things. So that's what you have got to do. Dare do it. And daring does not mean achieving. No, let me again be, again be very clear. Dare is your attitude, your perspective, your reaction. It's not achievement. It's not being successful. Failure is as good as success, provided 
you have the courage to do it and you dare do it. And that's why I say dare mighty things. An inventor might be on the job to and may not invent anything, but he might be laying the ground for others to come up. That's what I'm saying. It's a continuation of series of work spread over generations or even a relationship. You know the edge of your horizon and thus know where your mighty dares can be too. Actually to dare mighty things is to light the spark within you. You have, as I said, you have a spark within you. It's a wick, dry wick, which has got to be lit. And the moment you have got the guts, you have got the attitude, you have the courage to dare it, that spark is lit. And that alone is sufficient to separate you from the jab. There is a comment by Mr. Singh Jaspal, what was your first reaction to the news of the loss? Well, first reaction was of a shock. Shock because she has achieved, and then, well, what would be would be case Sarah Sarah. That is the attitude, which has always sustained me. What would be would be. It's unfortunate. It's painful. It's agonizing, but it's not a stone roll my neck. Move forward with the pain in your heart and a smile on your lips. That was my first action, of course, as I said, was being stunned. The second was, the girl has done something great. She dared Mount Everest, conquered Mount Everest, and then by the treachery of Mount Everest, she lost her life. So what? She has lost her life, but then she has dared and achieved her life goal. The main thing is she had done it. And my first action, as I said, as a human being, I was benumbed, I was shocked, I was stunned. But that was for maybe a couple of hours, because after a couple of hours I was deluded by CBC and the press who were interviewing me, what's happening, and things like that. So you have got to choose to dare mighty things. And that is a sign, as I always say, between man and man, with capital M, about whom Shakespeare writes, the elements so mixed in him, that nature might stand up and say, here lies a man, and man includes women, let me be very clear. It says, man signifies the person of human species, homo sapiens. And if you are already at it, don't be satisfied. I dare you to consider daring even mighter things from one step to another, to the third, to the fourth, and fifth. And each step of the ladder makes you a better person, makes you a person par excellence. So I dare you, I dare you to dare do mighty things and be a better person.
थैंक यू